we end the non-calculator section of this section of the book by looking at some growth and decay problems. And something to keep in mind with growth and decay is to use B equals 1 plus your growth or decay rate, R, and F of T, or P of T for population, equals AB to the T power. The first example, write a formula for the population in millions of bacteria that begins with a population of 4 million and A grows at a rate of 5% per day and B decays at a rate of 15% per day. And we'll talk about how each of these could happen in real life. So we're starting with some information that's all in words and I know most people don't really like word problems. So we'll look at this and we'll say, okay, write a formula for the population in millions of bacteria. All of that means find population as a function of time t that begins with a population of 4 million. So that means when t equals 0, we're beginning with a population of 4 million. So p of 0 is 4 million. So now I need to fill in the rest. And I suggested to you that you use P of T equals AB to the T and B equals 1 plus R. So let's see. P of 0 is 4. We also have grows at a rate of 5% per day. Okay. What is T going to represent then? Is it going to be years? Since our rate is given to us in days, T is also going to be in days. So every day, every increase in t is another day. Think of another, another day on the calendar. p of 0 is 4, but what's another name for p of 0? Isn't that a, b to the 0? Isn't p of t equal a, b to the t? So a, b to the 0 equals 4. And what's b to the 0? Isn't that, as long as b isn't 0, isn't that 1? And we know b isn't 0 because we define that it's equal to actually also 1 plus r. So it's not 0. So a is 4. So it actually turns out that if you're writing a formula for growth or decay and you're given an initial value, in this case 4 million, that initial value actually can go right there for a. So you can be very quick about it in the future. You can say p of t equals 4b to the t because my initial value is 4 when t is 0, p of 0 is 4. Now the question is, what's b? b is 1 plus r, and r stands for rate, and the rate is given to be 5%. So I replace r with 0.05, you got to turn it into a decimal, 5% is 0.05, And so B is 1.05. So plug those into your formula. And I'm out of room almost. P of T is 4 times 1.05 to the T power. Remember, T is in days. And population is in millions of bacteria. So if you think about it, this could be a realistic example, right? Suppose we're talking about some sort of bacteria growing in a petri dish, or maybe it's growing in some sort of host, and it's growing at a rate of 5% per day. So that means 
the number of bacteria is increasing by 5% of whatever you had at that moment every day, at that day, every day it increases by another 5%. So it's exponential growth. If you do not have some sort of intervention, that bacteria is going to start growing really fast, right? That's realistic, isn't it, in general? Without any kind of intervention, bacteria just multiply, don't they? And so that's exponential growth. The formula is right here. Now, you could be asked to interpret this formula, find the population after three, three days, or 10 days, or 20 days, plug in that number for T, use your calculator to get an approximation, and you'll have your answer. So that's just a straight plug in T to get the population. Going the other way around is a little harder. We won't have to do that for a few sections. So for now, we're just going to be writing a formula and interpreting it using some value for T sometimes. Next example. The same bacteria, this time, are going to decay at a rate of 15% per day. Can you think of an example how that could happen? What if you have some sort of intervention, say, antibiotics? You treat the bacteria with antibiotics, it's going to decay over time. So we're going to to have this bacteria's population decay at a rate of 15% per day. So that all means R equals... 0.15. We've started with the same amount of bacteria, right? We're still starting with A being 4 million. So I actually, I don't have to do anything special with A. I can still put in 4 for A. And then I have B to the T. And I need to find B. B is always 1 plus your rate. But oh, I have to be careful. If I put 0.15 here, My B is going to be 1.15. That means growth, right? Any base greater than 1 is going to be an exponential function that goes up over time. We want these bacteria to go away. We want the graph of the population function to go down over time. The longer you're treating the bacteria with antibiotic, the less bacteria you want to have there. So how do I deal with that fact, decay? I need to go back to my R and I need to fix it. I ignored this little word here. It's very important that we pay attention to it and it's very often that we miss it. Decays at a rate of 15% per day, the rate is negative 0.15. Just like a rate of change is negative when a function is decreasing, this is a rate of change, negative 15%. So B is 1 minus 0.15. So B is 0.85. If you saw the turtle example, we had a B of 0.9. That meant the turtle's population was going down by 10% each year. Having a B of 0.85 means the population is going down by 15%, in this case, each day. So B is 0.85, A is 4, my formula is P of T, equals 4 million to start times 0.85 to the t power, meaning every day I take 85% of the previous day's sample. And so it's going down. If you take 85%, you're not taking all of it, right? So that's why the population is going down. You're starting right here at 4 million. And over time, as you're maybe treating this bacteria with antibiotic, the population's going down. 
Our last example is a money example. Seems fitting to end with money since this is a business college. Example, well, it's, a, it's a known for its business college. It's also a liberal arts college now and all sorts of other things. But we're kind of known for being a business college and we're, we uh, like to teach our math courses with that in mind. So we have this example. If an investment of $2,000 is expected to grow by 4% annually, write the formula for the amount in the account after T years. So we have to read between the lines. They don't say you have an initial amount of this and a growth rate of this. You have to interpret a little bit. An investment of $2,000, doesn't that mean at the beginning you put $2,000 in the account? So if you were to make a graph of this, you start with $2,000 right here. You want your money to grow over time, and we're told that it's going to grow by 4% annually. So not very fast, but it's going to grow over time. 4% annually. When you see this percent, that's a big clue that that's an R, right? Since it's growing and not decaying or, or dying, growing by 4% annually, R is positive 4% or 0.04, and my initial amount, the amount in the account at time zero, also called initial amount, also called little a, is $2,000. Those are the two things I need. From R, I can get the base of my exponential function that I need. 1 plus 0 0.04, 1.04, a is $2,000. So the amount in the account after t years this time is $2,000 times 1.04 to the t years. That's the formula. If t is 10 years, you can see how much is in the account. If t is 20 years, you can see how much is in the account. This is simple interest. We're going to look at less simple, more complicated, called compound interest in the future. But 1.04 is my base. My growth rate is 4%. My variable is in the exponent because it's an exponential function. My initial value, $2,000. That's the formula. Notice, put zero in for t. You should get 2,000 back, right?